Are you ready to bounce back better? Hey guys, Sarah K. Ramsey here to help you find love and success after a toxic relationship so you can design a life you're actually excited about living. Hello, wonderful. This is Sarah here with Catherine, ready to talk about why she stayed. (laughs) You know, the idea of feeling as if she's wasted 19 years of her life. And then where is she going to go from here? Hey, Catherine, how are you? Hi, good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So why don't you tell everybody a little bit of what you're wrestling with in your head is, you know, forgiving yourself of why you stayed, right? Yeah, it's it's a kind of a struggle. Um, now as I look back, I think, you know, why why did I stay so long? I was I spent many, many years in an unhappy marriage and I just think because we have kids together. So with that being said, I think it just um I felt stuck. Like I didn't have any other way out and I didn't actually get out until my kids were, you know, this is over. Well, and they have, you know, they, I'm sure he taught you that you couldn't survive without him, right? They, they make you feel as if they are the whole world. They are the sun, moon, stars and everything else. And if you leave, you won't be able to survive. No one will ever want you. You'll always be alone. Everything will be horrible, right? There's a lot of fear in, in deciding to leave, right? Yep. Absolutely. Yep. He told me, I told him I was leaving once and he said, Oh, he said, good luck. He said, you won't be able to afford the first house payment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And teaching you that you can't survive without him, right? Whether it be financially, emotionally, whatever, right? It's always, mm-hmm. always the same thing. It's about control. For sure. Yeah. Making you feel as if you are not capable of surviving without whatever. <laughs> their uh, benevolence, their presence, their finances, their their whatever else. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So do you struggle with uh, forgiving yourself after that? What's the main kind of thought going on in your head now in regards to that? A bit. I'm glad I finally took the leap and I'm doing, you know, moving on. So I'm proud of myself in that respect. But I am disappointed that I spent so much time so unhappy. And I look back and I think, you know, it was kind of like wasted time. Yes. Yes. In a sense. I mean, there were some happy years for sure, you know, in the beginning, but there were a lot of years unhappy. And I just, (laughs) wish I would have done this sooner. Yeah. And that's what I hear over and over again, right? And people, when you talk to friends and, you know, nobody, very few people are huge divorce advocates. I'm not a divorce advocate, right? In, In most situations, right? But when one person is always getting the better end of the deal, when one person gets to make all the rules, when one person gets to break the rules, when one person gets to do whatever they want, and you're expected to become a shell of a human, to accommodate their needs and their selfishness, something's drastically wrong. Oh, I totally agree. Right? Uh Um, And I have heard no one in that situation think, gosh, I'm just so, you know, I just really regret that I got a divorce. Like no one says that. And they're like, oh my gosh, I was, I was lost myself. I lost touch with myself. I lost who I was. I lost my identity. It was all about him. Yeah, it's true. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and then the depression kicked in too. It was like, and 
the, the more sad and, and lonely and isolated and horrible I felt, you know, the worse he made me feel. Yes. So it was just kind of a vicious cycle. Absolutely. <laughs> vicious. Yeah. And if you don't do the work of patching that back together, it becomes, you know, a cycle that repeats. Right. Um, I heard of a story of a couple sitting in marriage counseling. It was the, the female second marriage. And the therapist asked him why he married her, hoping that there would be some like, you know, warm and fuzzies that would bring them back together. And he said she was already trained. Oh, no. (laughs) That's what he said. She was already trained. And so, you know, which answers the question, do toxic people know what they are doing, right? So yeah, (laughs) they do. Um, And she was already trained and um, it created a second situation that was really bad. So she wasted time in the first situation and then got into a second situation, which I know you are not wanting to do. (laughs) Not wanting to waste another, another go at it. But have you had a hard time finding your identity and finding who you are after leaving so you know where to go? I would say, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm pretty fresh into this. So, yeah, okay. I mean, we've actually been separated, you know, as far as we're still, still not even through the whole thing, but we've only actually been separated since like for about six months, mm-hmm. not even that. So yeah, I'm definitely, I, I, re- I started to discover myself like as soon as, as soon as he moved, I was like, oh my gosh, like, you know, I, re- I kind of remember, remember parts of myself that I had totally forgotten about, you know, it was like, I was yeah. a totally different person. I mean, ever since he has moved, I'm, I'm, I'm getting happier. I think every day, uh-huh, even, uh-huh. even though I'm not through it. Yeah. So when you but think I about still having struggled with where to go from here, for sure. That's what I was about to ask you. Yeah. yeah. So when well, it's a struggle about where to go from here because he made all your decisions before, right? Yes. And financially, you know, he, he was the one who brought in the paychecks and I took care of the kids and the house and, you know, everything else. I mean, that wasn't all, but I mean, financially, it's like, I have to now because I've been a stay at home mom for so many years, I've got to get a career. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot. To, it's a lot to think about and to take on. And after someone has been the voice in our lives, right? And so you think, well, you haven't you've probably not made any major decisions in a long time because he got to make all the decisions, right? I want you to think about decision making as a muscle you can strengthen, not as something some people are good at and some people are bad at. Gotcha. That's interesting. Uh-huh. Or I, I use the term practice a lot, right? You've not had as much practice making decisions, but you just need more practice at it. Thinking of terms of practice, right? Like um, being good at practicing something. I've played piano yeah. for years and years and years. And so if I was practicing piano, I've had a lot of practice on that. It'd be very easy for me to pick up piano. But if I was practicing the cello, which I've never played, it, I would be, I would fumble around. I would feel like I was making more mistakes. I would feel like I wasn't moving forward as much. Um, so I would be a lot more effective at playing the piano. But when I started playing the piano, I wasn't good at the piano. I've just practiced it more. Gotcha. Yeah. You know. So with practice, yes, everything is definitely better. Right? And finding small things to practice in. I mean, obviously, you know, as you move forward in a career, um, you can't necessarily do small practices, right? But you can put yourself out there and, um, you know, maybe look around, put your resume out at several places and thinking about it as in practicing, thinking about it as in failing forward. Um, and really 
when you think about it in terms of I'm practicing putting myself out there, I'm practicing taking chances, I'm practicing these things, it takes out the rejection piece a little bit. Gotcha. Yep. That makes sense. Because if you've been rejected in a relationship for a long time, then you start to like put yourself out there in dating, put yourself out there in career, put yourself out there in new friendships, put yourself out there in new situations. You've had a lot of practice feeling rejected. Yeah. And that's the last thing I want right now. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And, and, and that unconscious subconscious fear of rejection can really like hold you back in moving forward in, you know, putting yourself out there in failing forward in that practice of learning to make decisions, learning to put yourself out there. So that's what we want to fight against, right? Yes, definitely. And so trying to separate that where it's like, okay, you know, oh, I can't put myself out there. I can't try this. I can't try that. Oh, what if they don't like me? What if they this? What if they that? Like, that's just like that spiral, right? You were talking about spirals earlier. That's just spiraling down. And you want to um, have a steady place to stand on. Definitely. Yes. Right? Yeah. So thinking in terms, I'm going to practice putting myself out there. I'm going to practice searching for new opportunities. I'm going to practice taking a chance on things. I'm just practicing, right? So if it mm-hmm. works out, okay. If not, I'll just get more practice. I like that. Yes. Okay. It's yeah. a heck of a lot better than spiraling into the uh, <laughs> rejection and feeling bad about yourself and all that kind of stuff that can come, come for anybody, but especially, you know, after a toxic relationship, if someone's made you feel that way. Yes. You know, what's coming up for you with that? Does that feel good, safe, helpful? Um, what else you need? Yes, definitely. I like that, you know, just practice getting out there and, you know, just try to take, take baby steps. Yeah. And that's all it is. Yeah. Right. That's what I keep saying. Cause I, I don't know what's going to happen next. So I just keep just try to, you know, put one foot in front of the other and keep on going forward with my plan. And, and I have to quit being fearful of my future too. The scariest thing to happen in your future is for you to stay exactly where you are at. Right. Oh, totally agree. Yes. Okay, so thinking in terms of change is our friend rather than change is our enemy. I remember at one stage in my life, I hear your puppies, huh? Well, at one yeah. stage in my life, I remember thinking, I want to be a different version of myself at the end of every year, right? At the yeah. end of every year, I want to be a different version of myself. I want to be a different version of myself. I want to be a different version of myself because I didn't like the current version. Right. And that really takes the fear out of change. Because at this point, you really want to be afraid of not changing. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a different way of thinking about it. (laughs) It's a different way of thinking about it and a uh, much more productive way of thinking about it. Yeah. Because our our, our brains are designed to keep us safe, not to make us happy. And that's where a lot of that fear of change comes from. it's um, we have neural pathways in our brain that uh, we kind of are autopilot, right? So um, you don't think about making your coffee in the morning. You just kind of make it. You don't think about, you know, driving. Think about the difference in driving to your kid's school uh-huh. versus driving to a new location. Like how much more effort you put into driving to a new location versus your kid's school. True. Right? <laughs> yes. So 
you want to think about that in terms of like change, right? So your brain doesn't want to put forth the effort of driving to a new destination. Okay. Yep. But what, how crazy would it be if you were like, well, I don't like change. So I'm just going to leave my kids in elementary school. They're not going to move on to middle school or high school or college. Cause I, you know, <laughs> yeah, I, my brain already stuff. knows how to get to the elementary school. Right. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's really what it is. Uh, sometimes we have to trick our brains to work for us rather than against us. Mm-hmm. And stepping out of our comfort zones, right? Your comfort zone is a toxic marriage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. that's what's normal to you. Right. That's 19 years normal. That's driving to the elementary school. That's doing the same thing. My dad always has a phrase and he says, if you already if you always do what you've always done, then you will always get what you've always gotten. Right. Huh. And yep. that's exactly what you don't want. <laughs> so even <laughs> saying the language comfort zone, your, your normal isn't comfortable. No, definitely not. So thinking about change as being your friend and your, your don't even say the word comfort zone because it's not comfortable, right? Like that's just no. like a, I, I get it. And that's a common phrase, but that's what I'm trying to like change for you. Right. Okay. So yeah. Your comfort zone is something else because your your current situation isn't comfortable. This is true. <laughs> right? Yep. So the only comfort comes from taking those chances, from putting yourself out there, from create for creating change for yourself. Because if you always do what you've always gotten, <laughs> you know, always done, you'll always get what you've always gotten. That's, that's, yeah, that's a confusing phrase. If you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always gotten which is where you're at now, which is. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And not where I want to stay for sure. (laughs) Not where you're going to stay. (laughs) Not where you're going to stay. Right. Um, And that's it. Taking chances, putting yourself out there. It's not all going to fall into place on day one. Right. Um, But it's just taking steps and finding new directions and putting yourself out there. Does that feel good to you, Catherine? Does that help? Absolutely. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you for chatting with us and being a part of the podcast and I'll catch you on, I'll catch you on the next Q and a sound good. Yes. I appreciate it. Okay. Thank you so much, Sarah. Thanks. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Hello, wonderful. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and that you found something that will either help you get past your past, get real about your present or get serious about your future. Hopefully it's all three. If you're not already in my Facebook group, finding love and success after a toxic relationship, consider this your invitation. There are tons of lives, tons of tips and tricks to help you bounce back better. Have a great day.